Okay, let's go to the word of the Lord. Tonight I'd like to talk about wisdom and favor. Wisdom and favor. And basically, uh, what, uh, uh, the idea when you seek the wisdom of God, you will walk in the favor of God. When you seek the wisdom of God, you will walk in the favor of God. Okay? When it comes to the Holy Scriptures, when it comes to uh, you, you will find that the Lord makes promises for blessings, uh, promises for protection, promises for guidance and everything. Something uh, that the Holy Scriptures based also on the confession that we make. God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Okay? Everything we will ever need according to St. Peter that will allow us to live uh, an overcoming life, God has given unto us. His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and to godliness. To live an overcoming spiritual life, to live an overcoming life on the earth, now, are these just words of Jacob? Are these just some things that, you know, you, it's something that you would like to really talk about on a Sunday or during the days that you're inside the church? But then you, when you go outside, you don't really expect this to happen to you? Because, you know, uh, one of the reasons why it's so important testimonies is that you can begin to see that people move in behalf of other people, not just in our lives. Sometimes the only testimonies that you hear are the testimonies from the pastor, the priest, or the bishop, or who happens to be preaching or teaching support the God. Okay? And somehow that develops an idea amongst us that the favor and the blessing of God is only for a selective, which is not true. God loves all of us. God has blessed all of us. The blessings that God has poured out, I invite God would like to see this work in your lives just as much as He has seen this work, especially in the lives of the people of the Old and the New Testament. You see, uh, and when you come to uh, reading from the uh, heroes of the faith in Hebrews 11, you hear about their names, about Moses, uh, Abraham. Heroes of the faith, and you begin to see all of those things that they've done. Okay? You begin to see, well, you know, they are they are special people, so therefore God did this for them. But you need to understand that before you get to read about the summaries that you know, I mean that has you come to Hebrews 11 3. Where by faith they obtain a good testimony. By faith, they obtained a good testimony. Was it God who parted the Red Sea in Moses' life? Was it God who made sure that Abraham and Sarah were better child, even though they were old and they were barren and incubated? Yes. Was it God who fought in behalf of Joshua, and even though they were in the hundreds and their opponents were in the thousands? Yes. Okay? 
Yes, it was all done by God's power. Okay? But if we leave it there, iisipin natin, sila lamang yung pinagkalooban ng Diyos ng uh, specialty or privilege na maranasan yung mga kapangyarihan natin. But then in Hebrews 11, he tells us, by faith, they, they, sila, they obtain. And the word obtain means to take possession of. In other words, yes, the promises of God for overcoming was given to them. The promises of God for them to become parents were given to them. The promises of God for protection were given to them. But they had to take hold of that by faith. And somebody go, by faith, they obtained a good testimony. In other words, what it's scripture is saying is this. Even though God provided all of these things for them, because they chose to believe God, their faith in God shaped their experiences. Not just because uh, God's power was involved, but because their faith in God was also involved. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay? So we need, we, we need to see this church. Now, you know, uh, we, we might be living in a different time, but the power of God, the purposes of God, the promises of God, can even bow back to God does not change. I change God. Maybe our understanding and revelation of Him uh, have, have uh, grown. In the Old Testament, they didn't really see the Trinity. Although there were clues. When God said, son of Genesis, let us make man in our image. He didn't say, let me make man in, in my own image. He said, let us. Who is us? Okay? For people then, they were thinking, maybe, uh, if you host the heaven, maybe if you make it. But then the angels were not, you know, they were not creators. The same way as God is a creator. Because the angels were created by God. And I've, 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 I've uh, read some of the commentators that said, well, this kind of refers to, you know, the angels that were there, God is identified. But, that we were created not just in God's image, but also in the image of angels. And that's not really accurate. Okay? But now in the New Testament, we basically have the answer to that Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Same God, but they didn't have that understanding then. The revelation of who God is came to us in Jesus Christ. He's the one who told us, baptized them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But he wanted to Okay? So God does not really change. Okay? And uh, the system of faith does not really change also. Just as they trusted God then, just as by faith they obtained their testimony then, so it is today also, by faith we obtain the testimony of overcoming. So we need to understand, it's, it's, it's us taking hold, uh, hand to hand with God, 
It's us cooperating with the Lord, working with God. It's not a matter of God, kung talagang gusto mangyari, and then I don't have to do anything kasi ang lahat mangyari. Now, we walk with Him. We cooperate with Him. We put our faith and our trust in Him. So there is grace that is pouring out abundantly from God to us. Amen? Sabi nga ng Holy Scriptures, uh, in the book of Lamentations, I think, this is sabi ko na, your mercies are new every morning. Somehow God replenishes it. Okay? But then, ano nun lang ba yung mercies na yun? Lumulutan lang ba yun para pinwaksyon? Okay? Tignan natin kung mauhulit na mercies sa aking araw na yun. No! What God wants is for you to take hold of those mercies every morning. Why then you don't Okay? So, uh, basically, that's what we want to be able to study here. That we need to seek the wisdom of God so that we will walk in the favor of God. Really, wisdom here, uh, it's not just we are going after God because of the benefits. Maybe in the beginning, we have no one uh, from, uh, in, in the early days, we found out that God meets us at the point of our need. Who does that mean? When we become sick, and, and it, it, it seems that this is sickness that is not responding to medical, uh, uh, medical treatment, and we become kind of desperate, it is at that point in time that the Lord begins to reveal Himself to us as the Lord our healer. Okay? And you know, maybe we don't pay attention to God when we're healthy. Maybe we don't pay attention to Him when we can do all kinds of things. But but the Bible prophesies about you, and God begins to reveal Himself to us as the Lord our healer. We begin to respond to Him in faith. When we choose to believe Him, then we get healed. Okay. And then sometimes, because of a lack of understanding, we come up with a testimony: God made me sick, so that I can know Him. No, He didn't make me sick. Okay? Because of our lack of fellowship with God and because of not being able to do the things that are right, we expose ourselves uh, to the destructive effects of the enemy. Okay? And now that we're in bed and we don't know what to do, God comes to us because now we're ready to listen. And most of the time, people listen during that particular uh, there was someone who was involved in world wars. Before he was sent to the field, he knew many atheists. But then later on, I guess the morning, yeah, there are no atheists in Foxboros. Even then, but, you know, in early war, they dig holes in the ground, okay? And that's where they find their, their refuge. At least from the shade of fire and from the fire of the enemy. But then there are grenades that are being thrown. There are bombs. If some, something suddenly lands on them, they Many of my uh, atheist comrades suddenly found themselves praying, Oh God, if you will save me from this, I will serve you for the rest of my life. Now, 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 now,
And so now they have this testimony, God put my life in danger so that I could get to know him. Not really. You understand what I'm saying? Okay? So we need, we need to understand this. God begins to reveal himself to us. And, and, and what God really wants is that we respond to him, not because we need to Kasi mula, alam ito sa atin, He meets us at the point of our need. But then God wants us to grow. God wants us to mature. That we come to Him just for the sheer pleasure of fellowshiping with God. Maliwala po ba? God enjoys our presence. Let me tell you this. God enjoys when you show up before Him. He wants you to enjoy Him also. Okay? And that basically is being wise. Some people say, well, you know what? When I go to God, they never ask me for anything. Well, that would be your choice. That's okay. If you want to not ask God for anything, that's fine. Okay? Uh, and I remember there was a, uh, we used to have someone who used to teach a dog, ask him anything. And I would, you know, sometimes discuss things with him. But something Jesus Christ asked him. You're teaching us something. Which is different from Christ. Okay? Because uh, he said, yeah, we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. Yes, I agree with the Holy Spirit. That's a scripture in Synonym in St. Paul. But the teaching of St. Paul is not in contradiction with the teaching of Jesus Christ. We understand what I'm saying. So all we have to do is just follow what the Bible is saying. Okay? And yes, uh, we fellowship with it. If you want me, we don't want to ask anything, fine, that's okay. If you just want to worship it, fine, that's okay. If you want to ask it, fine, that's okay, also. But what I'm trying to say is, we're not just trying to learn these principles anymore that we want to get something. Okay? We want to seek the wisdom of God. And, you know, so I think one of the results of this, we will walk in the favor of the Lord. Uh, the word uh, walk in the favor, the phrase we walk in the favor, means we will begin to experience this in our lives. It's nice to hear about the favor, the blessings, the power of God at work in the lives of other people. It's nice to read about this in the lives of other people. It's nice to hear about this in the testimonies of other people. It's much nicer when you yourselves are experiencing that. Okay? And yes, you want to experience that. But this comes as a result of us seeking the wisdom of God. Now, for our foundation verse this evening, uh, turn with me to Proverbs chapter 8, verse uh, 32 to 36. Proverbs 8, verse 32 to 36. Now therefore listen to me, my children, for blessed are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise, and do not mistake. Blessed is the man who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whoever finds me, finds life, and obtains favor from the Lord. But he who sins against me, wrongs his own soul, all those who hate me love death. Okay. Who is me here? Me here is talking about wisdom. 
So basically what he's saying here is I know therefore, but I'm in discussion concerning this is like in Proverbs chapter 1. It says that wisdom is calling us using. In other words, wisdom is not just given to a select few. Wisdom is given to everyone. Okay? We need to respond to it. It, it shows us the importance, the excellence of wisdom. It kind of talks about all those things. And then it shows us you want to resource it all. Long, uh, multiply your days, length of days, long time. Okay? Healing and health, part of that thing. Then something you need to remember after I've said everything. In other words, yes, you've heard those things, but it actually Now, therefore, listen to me, my children, for blessed are those who keep my ways. Blessed are those who keep my ways. That means the, the person who keeps his ways, her ways, is the person who has heard, who has learned, has put into action, and is continuing consistently, constantly in the things that he has learned. Okay? There are people who hear, they don't do. There are people who hear and they do. But then after a season, they forget about this. There are people who hear, who do, and continue to do, and continue to do, and continue to do, and continue to do, at the level of God. These are people who keep the words. I don't know why you put I don't, you know, uh, when we started the ministry, uh, we, we've had people, you know, we would, meet, uh, we would have regular meetings. There came a point that from Monday to uh, Friday, we were in a different prayer group, uh, teaching, ministering to them. Then we would have our Saturday meetings, Sunday worship and training, and in the afternoon. And it's not something that is handy for us, it's something that we enjoy doing. Okay? We enjoy doing that. We were people with high mind. And when we talked, we talked about what God did. Okay? But then later on, some of these people have migrated to other parts of the world. And uh, during my first visit to the United States in uh, the year 2000, I was able to visit some friends in San Francisco. It just so happened that it's a little bit of a sister that I And, you know, when we fellowship together, and I try to talk about what God is doing, the response is no longer the same. Okay? And when I'm last, I got like this, you know, it's easy to see that cat things get to be too hectic here. I'm in Ginagawa and you know I had to learn things here. Say I wanted to get ahead. In other words, your spiritual life, yeah, it's not the same as what we started with. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay? I'm gonna wanna see Because we all uh we all uh, started that. And you know, when we got there, it's kind of sad to find out that they were not even the American way of life. And for me, even if I'm not able to do this, 
The thing is, for me, what I find that it is wrong is that you exchange these for the spiritual things that you learn from the world. See, see, not that this was an impossible thing. This was something we were praying and we pray that God's open doors, and that's the reason why they're there. For me, the more you experience the blessings of God, whether it's financial blessings, whether it's uh, uh, relationship blessings, whether it is uh, promotional blessings, whatever, it should not be an excuse why you should stop serving the Lord. Rather, it should push you. The best form of thanksgiving, at least in my case, I believe, is not to say thank you, Lord, that's a good thing. The best form of thanksgiving is responding to God by serving. Okay? So, Sabrito, when you find Sabrito, when you find wisdom, listen, my children. And blessed are those who keep my ways. In other words, you just don't start. Have a good start and fizzle out in the end. But you start it, you do it, and you end it. Something on a testimony he said, God, I have kept the faith. I have finished the race. Okay? Hear instruction and be wise. Okay, hear instruction and be wise. They will never come apart. Or you would say, I don't need to listen to that anymore. I remember those guys who said, you know, I think that person has made a mistake of thinking that just because you hear something, it already makes you an expert. You understand what I'm saying? And the thing is, when that person said that, I knew what he was facing in his life. And apparently, he was not applying what he has heard towards the problems that he was facing in his life. And for him to be able to say, is really uh, diverting from the answer that is going to be provided. Hear instruction and be wise. Okay? This is how you get it, you have to hear it. Do not disdain it. Blessed is the man who listens to me watching daily in my gaze, not just on a Sunday. But this is a daily thing. Waiting at the close of my doors, and then he says, Whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. Okay? Whoever finds me finds life. You, you find what life is for. You find fulfillment of life. You develop a purpose for life. Who's this uh, uh, American swimmer, the uh, gold medalist? Michael Phelps. Well, I don't know if you heard his testimony. I just found out his testimony this past few days. It was shocking. Michael Phelps, for a time, he was a gold medalist. But somehow, this was in Bohemia and things like that. He went into drugs. Okay? And you know, it's like, see, right in Bohemia? I mean, you're an Olympic champion, and now Polish driving under the influence of alcohol and other substance, and you know, and the man that has a lot of he's a gold. 
Now if they're using the term moving about doing normal things because it did that fast yeah. Okay. I mean there was a time he brought honor and favor to the US. And he was acclaimed as like a hero of movies now. Well then was very fun. But then somehow he fell into drugs. How does he see it as Then finally Simon, there was a Christian friend who came to me and reminded me again of things like that. And one of the things that uh, the reason is about the purpose to and he found Jesus. And when he found Jesus, he found his purpose in life. Now he's winning again. Now he's an Olympic medalist. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay? So we don't you if you find you find life. Michael Phelps is one of many, many, many examples who have reached the peak of success. And found out it was not enough. People keep looking for that. If I only become rich enough, if I only become famous enough, if I only achieve all my dreams, many people have gone there and found out it's empty. If this is success, why does it feel like this? Because there is eternity shaped in our hearts according to the book of Genesis. It cannot be filled by the things of the world. It can only be filled with the one who fills all of eternity. And that's our God. He says, You will find life. You find a reason for living. And then suddenly the you will obtain favor from the Lord. In testimony that my wife gave concerning the partner. Let's stay there. I'll come uh, next to a partner besides us. You go big with the people. How comes apartment loving? It's just below the knee. Okay? And we know that water seeks its own level. Pantaina when you surface it. What did that? Okay? I believe that's the favor of God. Uh, when I celebrated together with Bishop Maria and the other bishops in July 31, Sunday morning, uh, it's a diocese, I think, so all the churches are there. You know, they, they, made, they made preparations for everything and the food. They said, okay, I guess we order 700 food packages in this Okay? And I'm going to take 800 plus. You prepare 700 food packages and you've got 800 plus people. That's about what we made. I'm not aware of mathematics in but in the realm of science and one. Okay? And say, I'm not doing that. I'm not Let's just do a big Okay? So then it's in the plan. Alright. Maybe if my words are going to be in the plan. About a many years in the plan. I'm not going to do it. Okay? What are the years? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going and we should expand more. That's favor. Okay? When God begins to break into your life, that's favor. And we want more about that. And look at the thing about nothing wisdom. You know, we used to define before something that happened uh, during a charismatic age. Knowledge is getting information, but wisdom is the proper use of that information. Okay? 
Alright. Let me see if you can get it. I'm talking about this body part. Chest. If I breathe, what part of me accommodates the air? Lungs, right? What do I try to do? What's this part of the air? Lungs. This one. Okay, so that's it, biceps, shoulders, right? Well, if there is an operation, can you operate? Can you operate on something? You can, right? You only have knowledge, you don't have wisdom to do that. You only have information, you don't have wisdom to do that. See, knowledge is the getting of information, but wisdom is the proper use of that information. Information is available every day. And people, you know, is it they're exposed to this information. But there are those who are wise and they can make use of this information and they, they can make their lives better. Inventions are like that. Okay? They can combine this, combine that. If I make this, then this thing can happen. I mean, because some people have wisdom, and I'm talking about, you know, natural wisdom. Suddenly, there is a way of talking to each other, even though not a time. There was a time the way to talk from a distance is most things, or like a pigeon, you know, like that. Then somebody found out how to uh, do the telegram, things like that, and then the telephone got invented, and then internet. Where suddenly I'm in the middle of the night and Peter chats me up. That's the other 30 before midnight, right? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, okay, okay, I'm sorry. And so uh, you can answer this in the morning. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? It's because someone who was wise enough to be able to make use of this. Okay? But, definition to a Christian definition. And for that, let me just look at Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Okay, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. In Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Okay, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So both, is the knowledge that comes from God. Or the wisdom that comes from God. Okay? Do you want to go And when we talk about acquiring knowledge, it's not just the knowledge of the word, it's the knowledge that God has given us. And we hear instruction, we gain knowledge as we begin to listen to what, what the Lord is teaching us, the Holy Scriptures. And when we talk about wisdom here, it is talking about us applying the principles of the kingdom that we are learning in our lives. Earlier, during the office of prayer, Father Mormon mentioned again, he's not even the Maram Okay? So the thing is, he said, we've learned so many things because of the teachings that have been involved, we were there. But we are not benefiting from these teachings because we're not applying them. 
You understand what I'm saying? So what is he saying here? We are gaining godly knowledge from the Holy One. Okay? We are gaining godly knowledge from the Word of God. And why is it not benefiting us? Because we fail to apply it in our lives. Kailangan ba i-apply natin yan? Again, we remember the parable of Jesus where he says, Meron gumapit sa kanya, nakinig sa kanya, at sa kanya niya. Ang sabi niya, He is like a man who set his house on stone. Dumating yung mga hangin, dumating yung flood, okay? Dumating yung flood. Ang sabi niyo, all of those things conspired together to bring down the house. These were not friendly forces. These were enemy forces. And they were there with malicious intention. They wanted to destroy the house. But ang sabi niya, the house stood. Why? Because it was founded on the rock. What Jesus Christ is saying is that if you hear what God has taught you and you make a lifetime application of this, you will not be exempt from problems. Okay? But if and when problems come, they will not destroy you. You will overcome them. And then he talked to another person, something that Lumabit is something like the first man. He heard my teaching just like the first man. But when he went home, he did it. And he really didn't give us the reason why. Or maybe they don't share the realistic in our teaching. They don't say, uh, we are maybe sophisticated in our thinking. We're more practical today. We, we know more today. We're more educated today rather than uh, during the time of Jesus. Maybe during the time of Jesus, they can rely on simplistic concept. So for one reason or another, somehow they made an excuse not to use the, the, the principles that they learned from the Lord. And Sakarito, Dumadeni Pagyo, same kind of storm, just like the first man experience. Okay? Same rain, same floods, same wind. Sakarito, Bumak Sakimbai, his life collapsed. And if you would ask this person, why did you, Anu Pakakes, Pakadeko, Gatananya, Tinya Pati Sabin, Ekasi, Rabi Pondema Boy. So the problem has been answered. Kung gusto niyo problem, kung nagkakaroon sa kanya, bakit hindi nangyari sa akin ng Right? You can't just blame the problems. Because it's the very same problems that the first man experienced. And siguro, he's luckier than I am. There's no basis for saying that. Siguro, mas matalino siya kayo sa akin. Well, in a sense, yes. Because he had enough wisdom to apply what he learned from God. See, wisdom is not having degrees. There are people that graduated from theology and they have degrees. When it comes to life situations. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay? So the Lord is saying, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. It is also the beginning of wisdom. When we begin to have a deep sense of reverence for God, and we begin to fear him, we begin to give him the value that is due unto him. We begin to seek him because of who he is, then that is when we become wise. Now there is a story in the Bible. Whenever I'm tired of reading this, every now and then I go to this in, in, 
in 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 5 to 14. It is the story of a young Solomon. Okay? And he became king at a very young age as a boy. And, and, and now he begins to find out the safety, the security, the welfare of the kingdom Okay? You will issue commands, you will issue instructions, you will issue directions. Directed and you will make policy. And based on the choices that you make, our nation will stand or our nation will fall. You say this to somebody who's a kid, he will be overwhelmed. Verse 5, let me just read this. And Gideon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, Ask, what shall I give you? Ask. That's a blank check right there. The Lord said, Ask. He didn't put any qualifications. Ask, what shall I give you? And Solomon said, you have shown great mercy to your servant David, my father, because he walked before you in truth, in righteousness and in uprightness of heart with you. You have continued his great kindness for him, and you have given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. One of the things about Solomon, he remembers the testimony of his father. He knows the story of his dad. He knows it's, you know, my father served you. And that's the reason he was successful. He was a simple shepherd, the guard of the sheep. He chosen, fought for life, and faced all of these kinds of tests in his life. And you would think he would fail, but in the end, he overcame everything. And Lord, I know it's you. You've been faithful to my father. This is a power testimony. Imagine bringing that to your child. Now, the Lord. My God, you have made your servant king, you've made the king. Think of this as I am your servant. I am your servant. Okay? I, you, you have made your servant king instead of my father David. But I am a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. What do I know about governing kingdoms? I know how to play out. I know how to play soldier. I know how to make believe. But in a make believe world, when I stop someone, he comes back to my game. In a game, when I get defeated, Lord, this is for real. If we lose, I just can't say, hey, you know what? I don't know how to go in. I don't know how to go in. How can I face these people, Lord? Okay? Verse 8 And your servant is in the midst of your people, whom you have chosen a great people, too numerous to be numbered or counted. How overwhelming. These are your people. And I'm leaving them. And I'm just kidding. Therefore, Give to your servant 
an understanding heart. To judge your people, that I may discern between good and evil, for who is able to judge the great people, this great people of yours? I think what he says, give me an understanding heart. Okay? Give me an understanding heart. Or a heart of wisdom. A heart that listens to you, a heart that's quick to listen to you and respond to you. Isn't that the beginning of wisdom? The fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. This is the God. The fear of the Lord is not discovered what God has to say. The fear of the Lord is not ignored considerations of God. The fear of the Lord considers always God and what He has to say. And this is what He asks, Lord. But if Lord, you want me to serve? I will be like my dad. I will serve you. I will not shy away from this, this world. I will not faint. But Lord, you've got to help me. I want to serve you, and because of this, this is my reason. This is my motivation. This is the why of this request. Because I want to serve you. And I know that the only way for me to serve you is to serve this people of yours. So therefore, that I might serve you well, give me an understanding heart. Give me a heart that is filled with wisdom. You see what I'm saying? If you were a kid and God gave you with a blank check, what would you ask? This did not Forever supply of ice cream. <laughs> you know? I mean, you know, as a kid, what do you think about your kid? Right? This guy asked this, and you know, I just don't want you to focus on, on, on his request. I want you to focus on the why. Why did he need to go? He was not there to impress God. He was not saying, screw it, but he was for the first time. No. He was burdened. He really wanted to serve God by serving the people of God. His request was shaped by his fear of God. A deep reverence, consideration, and respect for the God who caused his dad to finish. Okay? And because of this, you don't have any anymore. Give me an understanding of that I might serve you. Okay? Verse 10. The speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. Then God said to him, Because you have asked this thing and have not asked long life for yourself, you could have asked that. He could have asked long life, that's all he had. Lord, now Moses lived to 120. I want to live longer than 120. <laughs> I didn't ask that. But if that is what he, what he asked, that would have given it to him. Ask what I should give you. Because you have not asked for yourself long life, nor have you asked riches for yourself. He could have asked that. Okay? I want to be the richest man in the world. I want to have a wonderful supply, 
so that I can buy all the gadgets I need. <laughs> okay? Uh, nor have you asked the life of your enemies. And the Lord said, you could have asked long life, you could have asked riches, you could have asked the death of your enemies. Alright? But you didn't. But you have asked for yourself understanding to deserve justice. You want to do right. You, you just don't want to serve me, you just want to serve me in a proper way. You do, you want to do the right thing for my people. Behold, I have done according to your words. In any way, you've got it. You ask for it, you've got it. See, I have given you a wise and an understanding God, so that there has not been anyone like you before you, nor shall any like you arise after you. Now look at verse 2. And I also have given you what you have not asked for. That so please, the right to ask for me, because and you want to serve me, I'm so please. So I'm, just, I'm not just going to give you the second part. I'm also going to add all of these things in the mix. Both riches and honor. So that there shall not be anything, anyone like you among the kings all my days. So if you walk in my ways to keep my statutes and my commandments, as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days. Did you hear this? See? What is this? This is him obtaining favor. Because he asked for this. Okay? Unmerited favor, something that he did not deserve, something that he did not even ask, but it was given to him. So you see, you need to understand that wisdom is learning to live according to the Lord's expectations. Okay? We study how to live so that we can please the Lord more. We want to live this way because we want to receive all the blessings of God. Now we want to live to live. God. Remember the last time I was here, we talked about doing the things that, that the Lord loves. Because we want to please Him. It's learning to apply God's wisdom to every situation in life until you're able to do it well. And you have to understand you've got to do this until the end of your life. Why do I say that? Because Solomon did not. Okay? Solomon did not. Uh, sometime in his life, he decided to do the things that the other pagans were doing. That's when he began to experience. I mean, yeah, his kingdom was the strongest, his kingdom was the richest. Okay? And you would think, what a good nobody. He began kind of like complacent. And he decided to do the other things, which he knew not to do. And his kingdom failed. And then we find the book of Ecclesiastes written. The end of his life. These were the things 
Actually, it's not that bad, but you know what? What is it that? What's the point of getting all of these things in? One way, let me validate the next thing. All is that. There's no meaning to life outside of God. And so when you come to David and he says this, he says, serve God. I lost my purpose. I lost my direction. I lost my focus when I started going after the other gods. I'm just glad I found it again. Okay, I may have lost these other things, but I'm glad I did not totally lose gods. I mean, them, please learn from my mistake. Please learn from my failure. Serve God. If you become rich, serve God. If you become successful, serve God. If people begin to give you the faith that you know, you become a celebrity, serve God. Serve God. Because if you don't, you lose your life. I lost my I lost my purpose. I lost my direction. I lost the reason why and I lost the kingdom. Do you understand what I'm saying? Please give us something here. And let me just read two more scriptures here. The Proverbs 19, verse 8, He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding will find good. Okay? Jesus Christ once says, What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world but loses his soul? Come here, you you see God with wisdom, not wisdom, but wisdom coming from God. It says you love your soul, okay? You don't need it. And then lastly, Proverbs 16, verse 20. He who heeds the word wisely will find good. He who heeds the word wisely. What does that mean? You know, binabasa, kinaanapang inaparaan para may integrate sa buhay. My question is rather, if we say we learn them, but if we don't apply them, did we really learn anything? Because we have to learn from the And that is wisdom. Amen? Uh, how many of you learned something? Let's all stand.